A working group addresses three issues aimed at getting us compliant with the ADSB mandate in five years. The key focus was to start to get into the substance of how we could modify the process. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Pete Combs with your trusted source for business aviation news. Equip 2020 is a working group made up of more than 100 industry and government stakeholders aimed at easing aviation struggle to be ADSB compliant within a little more than five years. NBAA's Chief Operating Officer Steve Brown attended last week's meeting and says much of what he saw comes down to three things. Potentially make it less expensive reduce any particular hassles in the approval process, and to see if there might be some ways to accelerate the installation of the equipment. Brown says the worry is that if these issues aren't addressed, the industry won't be ready to comply with the 2020 mandate. And the FAA says there will be no extension. So the first issue, Brown says, is cutting down on the hassle factor. It can take time and can be aggravating and frustrating. That really has to do with streamlining that whole process. Are there ways that additional delegation can be done to the actual um, installation shops or some delegation be done to the manufacturers so that it doesn't involve as many FAA personnel or as many government forms? So we have another working group that's looking at that whole process of streamlining, simplifying, So we're trying to do everything we can to examine that to improve it and make it a much more user-friendly process. Second, the Equip 2020 Working Group is trying to cut down on the expense of ADSB. Right now, the cost of key ADSB components, including an ADSB transceiver, a WAS GPS receiver, and a compliant transponder, could run you up to well, $7,000, but already the cost is starting to come down, as is the size and weight of the equipment. But orders continue to lag, and while there's plenty of installation capacity right now, Brown says that certainly won't be the case as we get closer to the deadline. We're focused on doing what we can to try and make sure that the cost is as low as it feasibly could be, because low consumer prices are generally a good thing. They would stimulate demand, and it would allow the installation rate, we think, to rise, um, giving us a greater chance of you know, serving everybody. But this is a chicken and the egg issue. Manufacturers need to know the demand is there before they ramp up production and drive down costs even further. Consumers, on the other hand, need a low cost point before they're willing to buy. To Brown's final point, accelerating the installation process, there has been talk about the possibility of an industry-wide loan program that would help the transition to next-gen. But so far, that is nowhere near becoming a reality. The Equip 2020 Working Group has agreed to meet monthly. Brown hopes it will produce some concrete recommendations to both FAA and industry sometime next spring. Of course, we'll keep you posted. I'll have more business aviation news for you in just a moment. But first, please, this message. NBAA members, make sure you're getting Business Aviation Insider, NBAA's free bi-monthly member publication. The award-winning magazine includes tips and tools, regulatory hot topics, and the latest industry news affecting those in your flight operation. Learn how to subscribe or get additional copies if you already receive it at www.nbaa.org insider. 
Welcome back to NBAA's Flight Plan. I'm Pete Combs. We may not know who's playing yet, but we do know more about how to get to and from Super Bowl 49 at the University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. The game is slated for February 1st of next year, and there will not be a special traffic management program in place. But the Super Bowl host committee has an aviation website of very good information for you. Check azsuperbowl.com and click on the aviation link at the left side of the page. And as the nation digs out from the winter's first snow blitz, officials at Teterboro Airport in New Jersey are out with their plans to keep traffic moving and to do so as quietly as possible. The first priority, of course, is keeping runway 624 open and making sure enough taxiways are clear so you can get there from here. We've got more information. It's on our website. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. I'm Pete Combs. Thanks for listening to Flight Plan.